This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. God, I assume Tom. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with Eric Appel, the director of Die Hard that starts... uh, eh. One more time. Today I have the... I have... eh. Shit, man, I can't even talk. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with the director of Die Hard, that's starring John Travolta and Kevin Hart. Eric Appel, how are you today? Good, man. How are you? I little tongue-tied, little uh, confused, you know, mixed up my scheduling, so you have to forgive me for that. It's all right. Hey, there's a lot going on in the world right now. <laughs> Dude, there's a lot going on today, just, not just the world, man. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Die Hard, it's coming to Quibi. Uh, it's a weekly production, original, uh, weekly uh, release. It was originally started releasing one episode at a time on July 20th, I believe. And, uh, you know, a 10 part series. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's actually, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's daily. It comes out daily. Oh, I thought it was weekly for some reason. Uh, no, no. It's the, the episodes are, are about around eight to 10 minutes long. So, right. um, talk about yeah, teaching people patience if it was weekly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and the whole thing sort of worked as like a feature film. We shot yeah. it. We shot it like a feature that would be broken up into 10 parts. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, that would just be agony having to wait <laughs> one week to watch 10 more minutes of a movie. <laughs> I'm sure people will do it though. No, this was a lot of fun, man. Be like me with most books I read, where I'm like, uh, <laughs> I read ten pages, and then it's like I'll read another ten pages in a week, and then I never read it again. <laughs> right. You you get to chapter three, and then you forget about the book. Then it goes up on the shelf of other books that I have not read. <laughs> right. <laughs> they all have bookmarks to chapter three or four only. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I got to tell you, this is the funniest Travolta has been in God knows how long. Um, thank you. Yeah, Travolta is so funny in this. Oh, it was such a blast getting to work with him and getting to play, have him play such a ridiculous, uh, unhinged character. You know, our condolences do go out to him on the loss of his wife, uh, Kelly Preston, so we we feel for him. Um, but uh, this was clearly filmed before that and, and the coronavirus itself. When it has this feature film feel to it, but it's released episodic, uh, is that a bit nerve-wracking on your end, where it's like, uh, just show me the whole hour and 10, hour and 20-minute movie? Or is it the whole, you know, anticipation builds and we're excited to wait for tomorrow? You know, it's hard to say, because if people are watching this, uh, you know, it, it, it debuted on the 20th, but by the 29th, all of these chapters are going to be out. So if someone does want to binge the whole thing, um, that's honestly, in my opinion, that's the way that I would recommend watching it. Episodes one through 10 back to back, letting them all play one into the other. And then this thing will feel like a movie. Um, For those who uh, are going to watch just one chapter a day, we tried to shoot it in a way where each chapter sort of ends with a cliffhanger that wants you, you know, makes you want to come back for more. Um, and I think that we, uh, achieved both. If you watch it as a movie, it works great as a movie. And if you want to watch it, uh, 10 minutes a day, um, 
it works great that way as well. Will there be a DVD release where it's just one continuous uh, film where it doesn't have the 10-minute breakups? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what, like, the post-Quibi life of it will be. Um, but, yeah, maybe. It'd be a cool it'd be a cool way to watch it. I wish that we could see it in movie theaters. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately that's not gonna happen anytime soon. I think everything's been pushed back to twenty twenty five at this point. Yes. You know. Uh we have to make light of things just a little bit because, you know, there is a lot of tragedy in this world and if we don't laugh we'll be crying quite a bit. That is uh that is the truth. I think Die Hart and Tenet would be a great double feature. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and uh, you know the the cast is amazing. It's you have like twenty five people in this cast, but they they pop up in and out. Um, how did this premise come about? How was this pitched to you guys to do this? You know, Kevin's playing an exaggerated uh, version of Kevin and trying to become an action hero. Yeah, you know this uh, this started with Kevin actually met with Jeffrey Katzenberg and. Uh, you know, talked about wanting to do a project where he plays himself, and he like he had this idea, um, you know, where where he wanted to to do an action comedy, like sort of a meta action comedy. Um, I think it originally started developing with developing it with Derek Kolstad, who um, wrote the John Wick movies, uh, and then Tripper Clancy, who wrote Stuber, came on and, uh, and, and did a big rewrite of the script. And I joined the project after that script and, uh, after that script came out. And I just thought it was so funny and the action was all there. And, and, uh, and I love Kevin Hart and, and that's, you know, when I joined the project. And don't s- sell Tripper too short. He also wrote Varsity Blues. So, yeah. <laughs> he wrote the Varsity Blues, I believe the Varsity Blues Quibi series. <laughs> oh, that one as well, or just the or the movie? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if Trump wrote the movie. Did he write the movie? That's what the IMDb <laughs> said, man. So if IMDb, you know, said oh. it one way or the other. Geez, you think you know a guy? Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, he wrote Varsity Blues. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. No, but this seems like a fun project that that you guys got to work on, and I understand the rewrite, and it became just this big comedic thing at, at some point. Travolta playing it straight all the way through, and he's a legend in his own right. I mean, you know, he's had this 45-year career from Welcome Back, Cotter, all the way to, you know, to um, Pulp Fiction and everything else he's done since then, Face Off. What's it like working with somebody that has such a deep legacy? Uh, I mean, it was in, it, it was incredible just getting to like hang out with him and talk to him about other movies that I'm a fan of. <laughs> you know, just asking him about Blowout and Pulp Fiction and Grease and you know, at one there was at one point there's this clip that went around a while ago behind the scenes during Face Off. I don't know if you've ever seen it. There's this clip of him and Nicholas Cage. It's like a behind the scenes clip of them shooting this scene where uh, uh, I think. Nick Cage starts choking Travolta <laughs> and getting to pull that, that clip up on my phone and show Travolta and ask him about it was actually the biggest dream of mine. <laughs> it was incredible. That's fantastic. Uh, having man. that kind of access to like hang out with John Travolta back, uh, you know, behind the scenes is so cool. 
All right. And when are the behind the like a lifelong movie fan? And when are the behind the scenes clips coming out for uh, from uh, Die Hard? Uh, hopefully there will be some. You know, there's got to be a gag reel that comes out at some point because, especially with with, with Kevin, he's so funny. There was so much, so many takes were blown just from people like breaking and laughing. Um, especially Natalie Emmanuel, the scenes that she does with Kevin, like constantly laughing. He does a lot of improv and uh, hopefully there's some gag reels that we can release at some point. Cause I know there are plenty of outtakes. Right. What I think makes for the best comedies are when it's an absurd situation, but the characters play it completely straight. And that's where the hilarity comes in. And it seems like that's what you guys did with this film without making it over the top or obnoxious. Other than of course, Kevin's character, being hyper Kevin. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's, I, 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 things get crazy, things get insane, but I feel like you have to ground it in its own reality. Um, you know, it, this movie definitely exists in a heightened version of the reality that we all live in, but it stays true to that and it stays grounded. And I think, uh, you know, you need certain things to feel real for the comedy to play. The most important question of this Otherwise interview. It felt um, Otherwise it felt silly. You were saying. Uh, yeah. Otherwise <laughs> things just feel too big and broad. You know, everything needs to, needs to stay a little bit grounded to, to make the comedy pop. You need drama to have comedy. Right. Uh, this is the big question of the entire interview that I have to ask who took possession of dummy agent Kevin. <laughs> I don't know where Lil Kevin ended up. I think that might be like in a warehouse in Atlanta somewhere, but uh, I would love to adopt him myself. I think <laughs> Lil Kevin would look perfect sitting in my office. <laughs> that, that's the one sitting in the office that answers uh, all the, uh, all the uh, phone calls coming in, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, answers. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rejection file. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, how did the doll come about? Was it in the script? Was it something that you guys found in, in like a warehouse somewhere that are like, oh, this will be perfect? Or did it like, you know, or did Kevin even suggest no, it? Like, the, the, no, the doll was in the script. That was like one of the weird things about Tripper Strip that I thought was so funny. There's this like running gag where there's this like don't dummy version of Kevin. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it was, re it was really fun. Our, our, our props people were amazing. It was really fun. Like finding the, finding the bones, you know, finding a dummy that we could then augment with like hair and makeup and make look like a weird version of Kevin. We wanted to make it, the dummy was actually tall. It was pretty tall when we first got it. It was like this big lanky dummy. We had to like cut it way down. We wanted to make it smaller than Kevin. So if you actually see that dummy standing up, it looks very odd. You know, it's like really dumpy arms and legs. I'm like a gigantic torso. Dude, that would have been funny if he was actually bigger than Kevin. Like the, like the scene where in, um, uh, what's it called? In Breaking 2 where, uh, where Turbo gets thrown down the stairs and his stunt double is like six five, but the real actor is only like five three. <laughs> yeah. I love, I yeah, I love mismatched stunt double. Those are like my favorite jokes in like Wet Hot American Summer. There's a shot in Wet Hot American Summer where Joe Latrulio comes riding up on a motorcycle and it's so clearly a different guy. 
<laughs> like this real muscly guy with like a big wig on. Right. Or in Kiss meets the the Phantom of the Park, where Ace's stunt double is a, a guy you can tell is a completely different ethnicity than him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, hey, sometimes you gotta you gotta take what you get with stunt doubles, you know, because right. they don't always match perfectly. <laughs> You know, with with this thing, you know, it's it's a bit Truman Show. Sorry it's, to interrupt. Yep. Uh, RC, we just have time for one more question. Okay. Um, the real quick, uh, you know, this is a bit Truman Show. This is a bit Last Action Hero. Uh, for those of us that you want us to sit through it and watch it like a feature film, what is the one takeaway that we're going to get from Die Hard that we're going to find on Quibi? Um, oh, the one takeaway you're going to get from Die Hard. Um, I mean, I think you're going to, you're going to laugh a lot. We want to make people laugh and that's what you're going to get when you watch Die Hard. <laughs> Perfect, man. Where can we find you on social media if we want to connect, Eric? I am E-Rock Appel on Twitter. <laughs> awesome, man. Eric, thank you so much for your time. Die Hard is airing now on Quibi. Watch it episodically. Watch it uh, in one sitting and enjoy the this hilarious uh, short series format that could be run as an entire film. Thank you so much. Thanks, man.